How's it going, guys? We have a difficult question for gastro. Step one, internal medicine, surgery, 2CK. 10-year-old boy, four-day history of abdominal pain, fever, swelling of the face and eyelids, past medical history, and remarkable. Recently recovered from upper respiratory tract viral illness. Abdominal examination shows diffuse malaltonous palpation of fluid wave. Question wants to know which follow most ideology for the patient's abdominal presentation. Let's just hop to the answer to this here. HUS, wrong fucking answer. So this is going to be a triad. So E. coli, EHEC-157H7, or Shigella, liberating toxin. The triad is going to be number one, renal problems, quote unquote. So it can be increased RFTs, buenocratinine. It can just be red in the red urine where we have normal RFTs. So renal problems, number one. Number two, thrombocytopenia. Number three, schistocytosis. Okay. So you're going to have the toxin causing damage to the endothelium of the renal afferent arterials. Platelets are going to plug the damage leading to thrombocytopenia. RBCs are going to fly past the platelet plugs, cause shearing, schistocytosis, the combination of thrombocytopenia. It's just cytosis is called Maha microangiopathic hemolytic anemia. Wrong fucking answer. Choice B, Hanakshalini purple, wrong fucking answer. High yield diagnosis for PEDS 2 CK, non existent on step one. It's going to be viral illness that precipitates purpura in the buttocks thighs. So tetrad, that's number one. Number two, IJ nephropathy, red urine. Number three, arthralgias. Number four, abdominal pain. You need not have all four in the tetrad, but that's classic. Wrong fucking answer. Choice C, liver failure, wrong fucking answer. It's not an outrageous answer choice. Obviously, we have what appears to be ascites here. In fact, we do have ascites. Okay, so we have to think about possibilities as far as hepatic insufficiency, cirrhosis, etc., uh, as an etiology for our uh, fluid wave, for our ascites. But we're going to continue looking at the other answer choices for the moment. Choice D, nephrotic syndrome, correct answer. Now, if you think this is obscure or recondite, don't take it up with me, take it up with the NBME exam. It's nearly identical to a question in one of the two CK forms. Okay, and I'm making this content relevant for step one as well. But you need to know that minimal change disease is when you have a viral illness in PEDS classically causing edema. Okay, so it can be ascites, periorbital, pedal edema. Okay, they don't have to tell you that there's a recent viral illness. I actually made it easier by telling you that there's a recent viral illness just to be very clear and clean cut as far as what's actually uh, the diagnosis here, but this is minimal change disease leading to ascites, and then we have spontaneous bacterial peritonitis as a result. So SBP is going to be where you have ascites plus fever. Okay, so fluid wave, that's clearly our ascites here. And then we can go on a long discussion as far as the management of SBP, which US may loves. You're going to do a paracentesis. Don't confuse that with pericardiocentesis. Paracentesis just means aspiration of the fluid of the peritoneal cavity, and then you're going to choose White cell count and differential first if it's listed for the next best step. If it's not listed, go straight to gram stain, culture of the fluid. Okay, you need to know that sequence. You're going to diagnose with greater than 250 white cells per microliter, and you're going to give ceftriaxone as classic agent to treat. So let's just hop to, and actually before I do that, um, just so SBP, okay, it's an important diagnosis, mostly for 2CK, but for those of you saying for step one, I want you to know it as well. And you can get it with any cause of ascites. Okay, so nephrotic syndrome, as in this case, in adults, it could be anything, minimal change, uh, uh, membranous glomerular nephropathy, okay, that's could be diabetes causing nephrotic syndrome. So any cause of nephrotic syndrome, renal etiology could cause SBP. And of course, our hepatic etiologies, cirrhosis, okay, hep B, hep C, hemochromatosis, alcoholism. So let's just go through the final answer choice here, Norwalk virus, wrong fucking answer. So, I mean, obviously just a miscellaneous distractor being an asshole. Okay. So when we think of viral etiologies for gastroenteritis in, in pediatrics, uh, norovirus could be correct if a child has 
uh, gastroenteritis as well as the family because rotavirus is what we think of under the age of five. Okay, so if they give you, let's say, uh, a four-year-old who's not vaccinated and only he or she in the family has watery diarrhea, that's rotavirus. But let's say they tell you four-year-old's not vaccinated, has watery diarrhea, but the rest of the family, the parents, older sibling as well, they all have watery diarrhea. That's going to be Noroc virus because uh, patients over the age of five aren't going to get rotavirus. Wrong fucking answer. You know the deal. I'm going to make more content. I feel like my stuff's growing chill. I appreciate your time. That's it.